Welcome to Goblin Entertainment. That intro song was Shell Shock Lullaby. That's backwards. Uh, you want to check them out at www.sslofficial.com. It's still playing. It is still playing. Today's show is sponsored by Valor Infinity Studios. Check out Valor Infinity Studios at www.valorinfinitystudios.com. My name is Rob Hoffman. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. And I'm Lindsay. And we will be your degenerate hosts for this show on September 5th, 2017. All right. Well, we are trying to get uh, professional here. Um, we posted a... Yeah. Uh, somebody laugh? Right. No. Yeah, I know. It's still playing. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> so <know>. anyway. <laughs> God. We're going to give all the secrets away. What's, which secrets? The music secrets. What music secrets? Is that better? Are you, are you good now? Can you go on? It, well, was, I don't nice, it was nice background, Mike. Shut yeah. up. Well, I don't mind it. I'm just... Just shut up. All okay. right. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> For like five seconds, and then you can talk like you're supposed to. <laughs> There's a guitar over here. Yes, there is. Can you play it? Uh, no. Okay. Why? Yeah. Because well, I suck at everything. One of these times we should have you play bass guitar for us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, Mike plays the bass guitar. And the tuba. And what else? Clarinet, coronet, piano. I uh, used to play the violin. I play the nunchucks. <laughs> She's got skills. I got skills. I got ninja skills. <laughs> nunchuck skills. <laughs> uh, I play the num nuts. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So our, uh, we'll jump right into our first talk it. Or talk it. Talk topic. it. Yeah. Well, talk it. Talking. Talk it. Yeah, yeah, it's a talk it. Um, so there was an interesting mem that was on Facebook today um, that somebody had posted that was talking about your role model. Your role model. Mine? Yes. As a child um, growing Cookie up. Cookie monster. While watching people. Well, yeah, that's true. On While watching TV. Um, well, I don't know. How's Cookie Monster your role model? Did you see how many cookies he ate without getting fat? Oh, well, yeah. I guess you only see true. him from the waist up, though. That's true. And he's fuzzy, so I think he can hide a lot. I think it goes to his legs. Is, a lot that, is that really a good role model? I mean, that's a lot of sugar. That's he lives in a garbage food. can. I'm just saying. He does not live in a garbage that, can. That's, that's Oscar that's the Grouch. Right. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Get your people right. Okay, Grover, Oscar. Grover's screwy. Grover's fun. He's my favorite. He's awesome, but he's screwy. You, that's well. That would be your character then, Screwball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So obviously we're talking about Sesame Street, and that's been on forever. In fact, there was just a special that was on that the other day. I can't remember how old it is, but it is super old. It's been around for a long time. I used to love it. I'd sit at home sick as a kid, and then I got to watch that all day. It was like so comforting. How about Fraggle Rock? Fraggle dun, Rock dun, was good. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. eat those plastic. Doozer sticks. <laughs> yeah. Those are great. The trash heap. Made out of radishes, the, the doozer sticks. Yep. The trash heap is spoken. <laughs> 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 but seriously, all right, so on... Um, I'm a gorg. Any TV show that you really watched as a kid that really resonated with you um, that you may have set, you know, some like a standard as you grew up. I thought Punky Brewster was kind of hot. I'd say X-Files. I loved Scully. You know, I was a little bit older, not as a child child, but I was like, I want to be her. I <laughs> yeah. want to be FBI stuff. I want to do cool shit like that and chase aliens and hunt down bad guys. 
That was pretty awesome. Yeah, how old were you? About 20? No. <laughs> I was, what was it? I was like 12 maybe when it started, 13. Jesus. Really? Didn't it start in the 90s? Yeah. Like, yeah, wasn't it? It was like 92 or something like that. No, I thought it was later than that, wasn't it? Maybe, but it was, I remember I loved her because it was like the first, well, I mean, it wasn't the first, but she was like amazing. That's a good question. I wonder when it did start. Yeah, those are those are unreal episodes. And then I remember, you know, um, all the rumors going around about whether or not they were real. They were based off of real cases. And right. And then I got to meet her at Comic-Con, so loved that. Hey, Julian Anderson. <laughs> yeah, but there was a problem with her character. I mean, she was awesome in a lot of ways, but she didn't believe any of the sci-fi type related stuff, and yet she held on to her religious beliefs without any kind of questioning. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, no one's perfect. You're not going to find a character that's, per I mean, I'm spiritual and not religious, but she also did start going in, leaning into that later on. She did start believing. Well, yeah. And then I'm, David started becoming more a bit like her. They kind of blended. Which is good. Well, yeah. That's, that's great. Because yeah, that's you can a, have both. That's, that's why you have friends with different mindsets. Yeah, that's why you have both. And that's yeah. a segue into a later topic, so that that's great, Mike. And actually, X-Files started in 1993. Well, okay, so. I was close. I was a year off, so yeah. stuck it, so Mike. How old were you in 1993? I don't know. Let's see, uh, about 15? I was 14. 15? I was 14. 15? 14. 15? I was 14. Uh, 14. It's a good thing I'm, I'm the Eight. buffer in between right? here. You're getting the best. But it you're doesn't matter. Stereo. You're still a <laughs> yeah. child then. It's not like you're a grown-up. I, I mean, I still have role models like Steve Irwin. I was in my 20s, and I still love that guy. He oh, still yeah. inspires me today, you yeah. know, like That's animal conservation one. and stuff. And he just died. Well, he died, uh, what, 10 years ago now or something? But his 11 years ago because his thing yeah. was on Facebook, and I just get so sad because he was awesome. He yeah. was awesome. You know, and I, he still inspires me today. And he so didn't die you know. in a knife fight in Detroit. What? He didn't. No. Who did? He got killed Other by people? a stingray. What, what does that <laughs> got to do with anything? Where, where do you get a knife fight in Detroit from? What? Uh, uh, I don't know. Semi <laughs> was quiet. What about you, Dave? Could be a oh, knife fight in Walker. As far as like uh, role models on TV growing up. Yeah. Like was um, there, you know, well, any, I mean, any I TV watched, series? I watched or? things like, uh, like Star Trek and Smurfs and stuff. But what was really a child role model for me was when my mom would watch Cops. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a cop after watching Cops, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, it's not much has really changed because those cops are still pretty badass, you yeah. know, and man, I don't know where the where the jelly donut jokes come from. I, I, I don't see any overweight cops on that TV show. Yeah, that's true. You see them other places in real <laughs> life. Well, yours was LeVar Burton there, wasn't it, Mike? Yes. Yes. Reading Rainbow. Who didn't love him? I still reading Rainbow. I love that show so much. <laughs> I know it does. If you watch as a kid and that song comes on, you're like, oh, I'm so happy right now. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. I also liked watching Mash. Oh my god, oh, I watched Mash that with fantastic. my grandpa. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. yeah, my favorite person on there for some reason was always Charles. <laughs> he was so sense. pompous, but he was a good guy. He was pompous, but he was also very skilled, and he did have a core of decency to him. I liked Radar. Sometimes. Oh, Radar was awesome. Well, he was like a little teddy bear. Who didn't love Radar? Yeah, he was Radar like, was he's like a walking social experiment. That guy didn't know what to do at any point in time. <laughs> no, he was always flustered. Unsolved Mysteries, that was definitely, I don't Ooh, know yeah. if it was a role model, but I tell you what, you got done watching that and you were scared to walk around the block. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, then people are still out there. That shit is still unsolved. <laughs> to this day, when that, start, that uh, theme song plays, I saw that on Facebook. It's like, oh, do you remember this as a kid? Oh, You're like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. And, oh, yeah, that was... That was definitely something <laughs> that oh, stuck man. with me. 
Isn't that the good shows, um, Amazing Stories? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, so it was all the like half an hour shorts. It was a lot like Twilight Zone, um, mm-hmm. but it was a bunch of different I remember Outer stories. Limits. It could be any, it was a lot like that too. It could be anything from scary to science fiction to just kind of, you know, it, it varied every time, but it was a really neat series. Oh, don't forget Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, Mr. Rogers. It was, was amazing. Good. It was because it was calming. It was like you see it today and you're like, oh my God, look at that cardigan and stuff. But he was a cool he guy. Was very he soothing. did everyone, you know, he he taught that like, let's be nice to everybody. And it's still, you know, I mean, his he gave that speech in front of what was it, Congress and stuff, saying this is why you need to support, you right. know, PBS. And it was just outstanding. I mean yeah. mm-hmm. I watched that speech out of how many times, you know, you need some motivation. You watch that, and he's pretty cool. I love um, the rumors that he was that uh, Tom Marine Reed sniper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he a Methodist uh, pastor or something? That I don't know. I do not know. Yeah, like he started I, it as a, as a children's program locally, like to help kids and just help spread the message, and then it blossomed. Oh, I know he did. He did start it on his own. I remember that. And then he finally got picked up. He pitched it to a few different places, and someone finally gave him a chance, and it blew up after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't have any nudity or graphic violence, so no one wanted it at first. Well, the that the, wasn't the like super big back then, though. There might it's be. always been big. <laughs> Not on daytime TV. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? You ever watch Mister Rogers late at night? Yeah, right. Yeah. Is, it, is, hey. it, is it next to Elvira? Which, by the way, I loved her. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, Rhonda's late night. I oh. loved Elvira, the, and oh my god, the creepy, um, corny stuff. The movies yeah, and TV shows. Had Elvira, you had Rhonda's late night, and then you had I don't remember what it was called, but Gilbert Godfrey was on the night <laughs> oh, after he was, yeah. Ron, uh, Rhonda's late night. My mom let me dress up like Elvira oh. once when I was younger. It was like the best costume ever. <laughs> I loved her. Oh man, all don't the forget late night stuff that was really good. Tales from the Crypt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now I loved that TV show HBO. It was pretty awesome. The Crypt Keeper kind of yeah. looks like Mike. How his face is right <laughs> now. True. I used to be able to laugh just like him. Yeah, I used to laugh like him all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I try to do a Chewbacca. (laughs) Oh, that was good. That That was good. That was was pretty creepy, not going to lie. That just jolted me. Mm -hmm. Don't forget Saturday morning, He-Man and all them. Oh, you know the funny thing? uh, So like He-Man, She-Ra. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Do you know that uh, a lot of those were actually modded uh, via psychologists? And so that they made sure, and it makes sense if you look back to it. So Uh like knowing is half the battle or like the end of He-Man, there was always like some life lesson or something in there that you would learn from it. Hmm. They wanted to make sure that there was an educational component to those cartoons growing up. And, you know, Skeletor's bad. I did not know that. Yeah. So if you go back and you watch them, like uh, Netflix has has them on periodically and stuff like that. Yeah. You go back through and watch one of them, and then you, you see it a lot more today than, you know, back uh, watching it then. But it was kind of neat hmm. um, watching, like, the post-show uh, documentary aspects of it. You I know, never there was, heard of that there was a lot of things that w- they put into it to try to I know PBS did person. that with Sesame Street, but I never knew with He-Man. But I could see that now, you know, putting yeah. out the be good and all the other crap. Yeah. <laughs> help, so help well. people who can't help themselves. Like, well, yeah, that part for sure. You know, but yeah, and, um, yeah, there were a lot of different aspects, but there was a lesson for every one of them. Magnum PI. 
Not going to lie. I'll tell you what. I am still in love with him to this day. I love Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah. I grew up and I just loved watching Magnum P.I. I wanted to be a P.I. and I wanted to be his girlfriend and go to Hawaii. And now it's like, oh, now he's back with Blue Bloods. Yep, we'll just take him now, too. Because <laughs> he's like, that what? That does not age. No, he doesn't. He's that like he's like Keanu Reeves. They're like immortal. Yep. I like MacGyver. MacGyver, Columbo. I watch that with my grandma. Columbo. All the time. Oh, yeah. I feel like oh. we're seriously lagging in TV today in comparison <laughs> to what we had. Like today, I watched the it's the Murdoch Mysteries. It's a BBC series, actually. It's amazing, and it's like one of my all time favorites. But it has that depth to it, and you know, it's just not some like we need to come shit. up with a mystery series that has vampires. <laughs> that would get that would get people watching it. Mystery? Uh, how is it? The vampires solving the mysteries, or I don't know. They're crying a lot. It's a, <laughs> it's a mystery why people like vampires. We know. found the secret to Tom Selleck. Hey, some of them are probably pretty cool. Okay, if it isn't Kiefer Sutherland <sighs> vampires, Thank I you. want. It. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Lost Boys. That was a good movie. That was good. hell yeah. I'm kind of getting off there, but yeah, that was really good. All right. I liked Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I no. liked that show. I, I love that show. She just, no. Spike Sorry. was awesome. That was Wasn't a good show. Mm, yeah, I, I never watched that Angel. One. You know, yeah. he was too whiny, but he ended up being pretty good. But his cool. show was actually pretty good. Yeah, he got his own show, and it was pretty good. Yeah, the supporting characters were good. Yeah, but I, I thought Spike was A-team. awesome. A-Team. I love the A-Team. Okay, now, now you're talking my language. Yeah. A-Team was fantastic. <laughs> Did you see that put to the music to Game of Thrones with all their characters? Yep. It was yeah. phenomenal. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, A Team, Knight Rider, Airwolf, uh, Nighthawk, all those that came out about oh the same God, time. Yeah. The Hass. Yep, The Hass. The oh, Hasselhoff. The so Hoff. There was a new movie that was just released on Voodoo, um, Killing David Hasselhoff. It is absolutely fantastic if you get the chance no, to watch it. No, I've never it. seen it. Oh my I God. I got to watch that now. Yeah, it, it is super good. And uh, now I can't even remember who was in it outside of David Hasselhoff. But <laughs> it was really good. Is um, it in Germany? No, it isn't. It, it's here. Did you but, see the post credits on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two when they did that? It's a creepy music video. Oh, yeah, yep. but David Hasselhoff's David Hassel. in it. Oh yep. my god, it's so good. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, Topic two. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. What's all right? So the first scariest movie in your mind that stands out, like when you were a kid, that really scared the shit out of you. Alien. Jaws. Oh. Mike took mine. I was going to say Alien. I'd too. have to say Serpent in the Rainbow or It. Oh, Ooh, it's a good it. One. Freddy Krueger, I, I was scared of him at first, but then I fell in love with him and called him on the 1 800 number, which I did not know charged money at my grandpa's <laughs> house. And he got charged $400 and he went off. Freddie had mean, his own 1 900 number? Yes, you could call and talk to Freddie. So me and my friend did it after school and they got the charges dropped because obviously we were, what, fifth graders and I was like. I love you, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I was a sick, <laughs> twisted kid. But my grandpa would make me the claws with, out of like a cardboard uh-huh. and make me all that stuff when I was a kid. So I just loved Freddy Krueger. I yeah. had a bus driver in and school. And Silence of the Lambs. I watched that too. That looked like Freddy Krueger. Hmm. Oh, Interesting. I wish I had that. I would be wearing the sweater if I did that. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, kids. So Jaws <laughs> was a good one. I know. Yeah, Jaws scared the crap out of me when I was a kid too. Jaws still scares. The See, crap that out didn't of me. scare me because I don't have any intention of going near the ocean. I'm like, that's cool. 
See, that's why I don't go in the ocean. Yeah, so we used to go to California all the time, and then we saw that, and then you know, going in the ocean was like. I still oh, can't swim. Gonna... I, I still can't swim that far in the ocean. Like when I'm when I'm on the beach. Oh no! If I if, when the minute that the fucking shelf drops. Oh god, I'm, I'm back on shore. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm the expert in ocean stuff, but I don't want to go in there. I just became an expert. Like, look at all the scary shit in there. But Freddie, <laughs> yeah. everyone sleeps, so that's creepy. And then it, you know, who didn't want to play in the drains and. You know, screwed with the sewer systems as a kid. After that, I was like, nope. And even Freddie in the bathtub with the drain. Oh, yeah. I was like, nope, nope, no more bathtubs for me. Yeah, but you know, if I went back and watched it a couple it weeks ago. The smell. And um, not going to lie, I kind of fell asleep because a lot of the storyline had to do with the dialogue as adults, too. Right. And that's just where it was it, like. Yeah, well, the only thing I liked about that movie was Pennywise. Everything else is like, eh. That's yeah. why I'm waiting for the new one because it looks fucking awesome. I'm excited. I hope. I hope my hopes ain't getting up too yeah. high but it looks good yep i think alien was the first one the first really scary one that i was allowed to watch and i'm trying to remember it's probably like third grade when i saw it went over to a friend's house oh yeah and their parents were watching it did they, they have like, skinamax yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like hey you know you want to watch this cool sci-fi movie and i was like oh it's about space this should be great Hell you yeah. know and then all of a sudden the alien bursts out of the dude's <laughs> chest and like oh <laughs> but I fell in love with my first female, you know, crush. Rip bro. Rip bro. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that alien was serious. I just watched Covenant the other night. Oh, yeah. It was a different twist. It wasn't bad, but, you know, at least I got to see okay. the alien. Yeah, I didn't feel like it really lived up to the alien series. Like, it didn't. As much as I thought it was going to, but it was all right. But you can always go back to the original, and it's still just as good, because that fucking alien still. Oh, yeah. Whew. Alien and Aliens, by far, are still the best. And yep. Predator. I mean, oh, yep. you can't give it to Predator. And Predator 2. Predator 2. I love Predator 2. Yeah. Danny Glover really made that. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Still love the part where he jumps through the um, hole in the wall in that lady's uh, apartment. And he's like, it's okay, I'm a cop. And she's like, I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, Predator was scary, too, especially as a kid. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I think I was more, like, fascinated. Like, aliens scare me. Predator is like, oh, my God, I want to hang out with this guy. He's, like, badass. Look I at him. to be Dreadlock. one of these yeah. yeah. He was, like, yep. just the perfect soldier. Yeah. Wow. A lot of the concepts. Like, it was, it was a neat age to grow up in. Because I think it was a lot more revolutionary in the stuff um, as it was coming out. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem like it as much so today. Because we have so much retread today, you know. Oh, yeah. And then new stuff is like, okay, squiggly eyebrows. Yeah, let's just do that trend. Yep. Fuck. Yep. We had slappy bracelets and tall hair, but squiggly eyebrows? Yep. No. Yep. And then we had boy bands that came along, and then that was the end of music. Yeah. The All day right. the music died. <laughs> All right, so on that note, we'll go off to topic three. Um, so I was having a conversation uh, with a friend um, last week, and we were talking about how the lottery jackpots are increasing in size. And I guess they increased the number range uh, by, I don't know, like five or six numbers or something. So it's making winners less and less per drawing. So you're getting like $700 million lottery jackpots now, or, you know, um, I think there was one that was actually over a billion dollars. Jesus. Crap. Number eight. So could you imagine? So what would you do if you won $700 million in the lottery? I think it'd be easier to answer that. Like, what would you do for $700 million? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but debase myself <laughs> i'm not going to answer that just for the fact Utterly. that uh yeah i don't want to incriminate myself <laughs> but. well if i won that i'd build i'd like 
buy a shit ton of land and I'd like make a huge commune for like all my family and friends with her own houses on there. I think that would be epic. And then just invest and, you know, go see the world. And I mean, holy crap, that's just awesome. I donate to every charity that I loved and, you know, take away some of the church charity money, you know, because I become like an Avenger. Punisher, I guess I should say, not the Avengers. Go against the Koch brothers, I mean the Koch brothers. Because I'd go into like, you know, I could be like the Punisher, but Batman version, because I'd be rich. Yep, that'd and be cool. have a cool suit. And then I'd be I'd be the ultimate vigilante. That would be for sure. That'd be my job. I'd be like, yep, now I have the money and the means. I'm going to hire me my own little personal mercenary, trainer. well, personal trainer, mercenary team with me, and then go take <laughs> out the drug dealers, take out all this nonsense. Hell yeah. Butte would be cleaned up real quick. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. What about you, Mike? Well, one thing I'd want to do would be to buy a battleship. <laughs> Turn it into a houseboat. <laughs> no, that'd be pretty epic. That's actually, I was talking to Steve about that. And Boats I, and hoes. And I said, and uh, I'd call up the National Park Service. I'd be like, hey, how much is the USS Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely buy, buy planes have on standby for fire season i would definitely do that right now yeah i would also do the compound thing but it would be underground well it'd be underground too but i'd also have a moat i mean there, there's it's too complex it's yeah. just giving you the basic idea i'd be yeah. a vigilante with a com compound of my own i'd so, have a thorium sure. molten salt reactor for power in addition to solar panels well wow. i'd have adamantium stuff i think <laughs> i think i would buy an, an island and a private air charter and that way anybody like i didn't like people I loathed, I would just have the airplane just drop them off there and take off, and they could just die. <laughs> so you'd have your own best you'd idea. have your own private Murder survivor. Island. Well, yeah, I mean, I could tell everybody that I just started a flight for a vacation and they just never came back. Yeah, because that they would like go over so well, much. right? After but it'd be a while. international water, so who, like, what could they do about it? Yeah. And they might survive. I might check on the island every now and then. You I'm might like, drop oh, no. off a crate of guns oh, or something, Mike. With your big houseboat, we could. Hang out and take out the pirates because they do those cruises. Now oh, yeah. You can go on and shoot pirates. That would be fun. I'm signing up for that shit. I hate the ocean, what? but if I get to go on a cruise, yeah, because they have mercenary people now that you can hire to, it's out in the international waters, and you go to this boat and you get ammo and stuff, and then you hire mercenaries to get on your boat so it's protected and it's been cutting down on piracy. But there's a cruise you can take that if you come across pirates, you get to shoot them. I'm like, fuck yes. Oh, I'm, yeah. I am signing up yes. for that today. <laughs> Who doesn't want to take a, va- a family vacation? Oh, here, son. There's one of those Somali pirates. <laughs> Get him. You know? So that's it. That's why I've got the 18-inch guns. Yeah, <laughs> 700 million. You buy a battleship, and then you take it pirate hunting. That'd be fun. That Perfect. would be epic yeah. for sure. Start your own uh, anti-terrorist organization like, here we go. <laughs> International waters. I do what I want. <laughs> wow. Nice. Get Will Ferrell out there to sing Boats and Hoes while you're out yeah, there. Yeah, Boats and Hoes. What what's the other guy's name? Um, Cal? Oh my god, I can't remember now. Well, Cal's that name was yeah from Days of Ricky Bobby. Jesus, I can't Days even of Thunder. Think. Days of Thunder. Wow. Well, he was in Days of Thunder. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was in both of them. Yeah. So how cool is that? Yep. I was gonna say try to correct me because he was in that too. But it, yeah, <laughs> Cal Norton. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not his real name. No. I can't remember now. Uh, well, what okay, would you do? Good. What's your seven hundred million dollar answer? I would do the same thing. I would I would buy uh, or I'd build a compound. I'd buy like a mountaintop around here and build like a old castle on the top of it. Fuck and yes, castle. bore down into the mountain itself, like Cheyenne Mountain it. Yeah. And then I would also, in you know, in the compound aspect of it, I would have an entire 
facility dedicated to tanks. I was going to say, do, do you get tanks and shit? Cause How about flying tanks? We need tanks. Oh, drawbridge. We need drawbridge. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool, too. A mode sure. of fire. But mm. I'd, I'd have to do the Brad Pitt thing where he'd be collecting, like, a lot of different things, you know? Like, when Arnold Schwarzenegger made it big, when he was... Oh, God. Um, so he was in the National Guard. Um, he bought the tank that he was... Um, that was his tank in the National Guard. Um, oh, yeah. And he was... If you bought... If you donated money, you could win a, a day with him and hang out in the tank. I remember yeah, that. And that's his tank that he had imported. And I donated 20 here. bucks just to see if I could win that. Because I'm like, I love you, yep, Arnie. Get a ride in his tank. Yeah. Hang out with him all day and smoke cigars. I don't want cigars, but I would totally hang out with him all day. So that'd be one thing I try to track down, you know, either my M6 or my M282 and try to buy that from the army. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yep. So maybe like even that. like an F16 or something too. Wouldn't mind having one of those. Well, you can buy like, and you can buy like really cheap MIGs, you know, yeah. like early model MIGs and stuff like that. That'd be cool. And they look pretty nice. I'd have like my uh, cereal eating MIG. You know, so I just park it out front. I go out and eat cereal in it, you know. And then this is like my, I this don't is know, my, my coffee my drinking. afternoon tea, tea mig, yeah. whatever, you know. CB's totally self sufficient, though, too. Totally off the grid. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. For sure. That would be awesome. Yep. Well, and you could buy, um, isn't uh, the Air Force selling like a bunch of the old missile bunkers? Oh, yeah. And you turn those into the survivalist prepper type yeah, that's of stuff. Yeah, I've actually got now. plans drawn up for a few of those. Yeah. Since they're all linked underground. See, I don't want to be underground if something like that happens. I don't. I just want it to be over with. I think I would freak out underground. Yeah. Nope, that is not for me. I'd be like, no, I, I just need to go outside. I'm going to die, but that's okay. I, I can't be down here anymore. Yeah. I that could stay down That would be hideous. There. I don't think I could. I could become a mole man. Yeah, my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, I could see that. I'll be a Morlock. You are already like that now in real life. So, yeah, it wouldn't be much of a change. I'll be dragging Eloy off and <laughs> probably eating them. <laughs> <laughs> Forcing them to work in my mind. Winter is coming. Oh, on that note. Okay. So, on the science front, today is the 40th anniversary of the Voyager 1 mission. It's the only man-made object to reach interstellar space, and it's still communicating with Earth and sending data back today. On that note, how has space exploration affected you personally throughout your life? God damn it, Jim. I'm just a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely through the, the science fiction genre. Um, you know, that's a huge aspect. I know three out of four of us, you know, Civil Air Patrol, of course, and the aerospace aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a good, you know, good Neil aspect. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yeah. Love him. Yes. Carl Sagan, love him. Yep. Yep, without a doubt. I can't believe how many people give them shit. There's, well, obviously not Carl Sagan. What do you mean? The flat but, earthers and all them? Yeah, I mean, all that. Duh. You know. I like the meme. Michael appreciate that one where it says, "If the Earth was flat, cats would have knocked everything off of it by now." <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Little bastards. But yeah, no. I mean, God, Neil deGrasse. I mean, he came along the perfect time. Yep. To be, you know, modern. He was. He's there right now. He resonates with every age group. But yet, there's still idiots out there like, nope, nope. I mean, I have faith in something uh, higher than myself, but. You also got to realize that science is right there. It's real. You can prove things. Yep. And people are just like, nope, don't want to hear it. That's that core foundation thinking error nonsense. Ignorance. Yep. Well, it's no, it's, it's people don't, they get scared of change. If you shake someone's foundation that they believed in their whole life, they'd rather just cling to that than watch that crumble and go along with something else. I mean, a lot of people are like that. You see that 
closed-minded people all the time. Well, that's the yeah. nice thing about science is you have something new that comes up, you know, and you take that that data in, you know, and it's like, oh, shit, well, I was wrong. Let's readjust, well, you know, and continue. They have their learn. own shit in science, though, too. You see some people don't want to change their minds. Look what happens there, too. Oh, yeah, you know, it's human nature. But that's the nice thing about the basis for it if if you're going by the way that it's supposed to work. Yeah, Yeah, let's see your evidence. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? I will look at my shit again. Yep. Or else you end up like Galileo. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, That's true. (laughs) What about you, Dave? Oh Well, I I actually don't really have much input. I'm Tang. Tang orange juice. (gasps) Space ice cream. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Tang was actually out before the space program. Unfortunately, but it's kind of um, made big by NASA. Yeah, yeah. You see, I, 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 I am not. I, 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 do not have much knowledge on this, so I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm learning. I just like to look and just think that there are people out there that still to this day, and there's millions. I mean, I know personally friends of mine that don't believe that there are aliens, but you look out there and you just think we are just one teeny tiny little galaxy in gazillion bazillion ones. I mean, my God. You know, and just think somewhere out there, someone's looking up thinking the same thing about us. And yep. I know it's there. That's what that's what I'm waiting for. It's not going to be my lifetime that we're going to travel and meet cool new, you know, species. But that's what fascinates me. And just looking, it's like, oh, it's so pretty. But look just at how look much. look at the calmingness of it. Look at how much even the thought of space exploration has really powered the creative sector. Well, and no, it brought no together doubt. the world. Yeah. When they first showed that picture, that the very first picture that people got to see of Earth from the perspective of the space station, you know, it brought the world together. I forget the name. They actually have a name for it when all the world was like, oh, we are all one, and look at how beautiful this is, and we're all on this together, and it, Let's changes destroy people, it. it changed people's minds for the better. But now, you know, we're trying to get back that grassroots, you know, hey, we're all one on this. There is no borders from space. So that's a big, huge thing that affected people So why do people then. keep littering? Because people are people. And people, people suck. Are yeah, people suck. I always wanted to be an astrophysicist. People don't suck. People, I still believe it, naive as it is, people are generally good, but not anyone's perfect. We are humans. We are make we make mistakes. Like, you know, Trump, you ever, Trump's mother, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, if that was ever uh, a warning call for, you know, maybe abortions are a good idea sometimes. Ooh. What? Mm. I'm not going to take that back. Yeah, gotcha. But, oh, uh, I'm pro-choice for sure. Yeah, we're kind of off of space but, exploration. Yeah. Okay, I'm going back to the space oh, just thing. A little. Can just you imagine how horrible it would be if we were all that was out there? What would the point of existing be? That's true. That's to why there conquer, has to be more out there. What's the what's the now repeat to me the Star Trek thing? The opening monologue for to seek out new life and civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. That's the part. Right yeah. there. <laughs> yes, but they, I'm saying if there's no one else out there, that would be so depressing. It would be, but they have already found micro, itty bitty, teeny weeny little things. That's the technical so, term. Yes, it is a technical term. <laughs> no, no, maybe we're just microorganisms like stuff. Special ed species, you know. Maybe everyone else just like lies down when we come on. Pretend you're dead. Yeah, I think that might be it. <laughs> They're probably embarrassed by us. Like, yeah. oh god, these guys are in the same galaxy as us. Oh jeez. Here they come. Run. <laughs> yeah, they could be. We, you know. We never know. We might be the last picked off the 
playground. <laughs> oh, you get the, the humans. Shit. Yeah. We're not any good We're at the dodgeball. fucking humans. <laughs> red Rover, up, Red Rover. They've already set up a bypass around us. Don't don't go to that area. Mm-mm, just mm. avoid this detour. Ho- hopefully they'll kill themselves off or maybe they'll evolve. But Somebody teach well, them how to use a radio. You think about the nuclear stuff. Whenever they, that stuff gets brought up, even when they started testing it way back, you know, before we dropped the bomb. They didn't know if it would set the atmosphere on fire. Start, no, we started testing <laughs> it. And then all of a sudden, that's when the when the huge rush of like all the sightings of UFOs were, you know, and every time we start getting into that kind of stuff, there's more and more sightings. They correlate Hmm, throughout history. It's pretty cool. I mean, I like to, I mean, I don't believe in everything I see or read on that stuff, but if you see it, the sightings go up every time, like, you know, with, with North Korea and stuff right now with, you know, nuclear reactors, all that stuff, you'll see the sightings of UFOs start escalating too. So maybe they're just being watched. It's creepy. We got stalkers. Mm. I call it our orbiters. Correlation mm-hmm. does not mean causality. It does not. But if you look at what people say about, you know, maybe they're saying, whoa, let's not destroy ourselves. We got to see what these numb nuts are doing down here that might affect the rest of us. That's right. You know, it does not mean causation, but that's some pretty good evidence into where the biggest the sighting started appearing more and more than ever before when nuclear stuff started coming about and hasn't ceased. Mm. Since then, nothing else. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I hope we're not alone. That would be so sad. That would be sad. Oh, we need baby Groots. I want to meet a baby Groot. Yeah, but can you imagine? I want one. I mean, what would aliens have if they came here? I mean, to deal with. We're not unified in any way or manner. We have a bunch of idiots in power. Yeah, why would they even want to visit us? What could we offer them? Could you imagine? If they, Slavery, if, we'd all be slaves to them because, yeah, none of us, we'd just fight against each other. That'll yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. They'd yeah. terraform or take what we have, but hopefully not. Hopefully, you know, like we're trying to get, you know, you, we strive to be enlightened. Hopefully that is the best of us and they come here and they're enlightened beings that are like, hey, how about you stop your nonsense? You know, they'll treat us like little kids in the daycare. You get time out, you get time out. <laughs> You know, you get a gold star. I mean, they may, they maybe we don't have anything to offer them, but maybe they would have something to offer us saying, look, look at how far we've come. This is amazing. Look at space. Look at where we've been. You can do this too. If you'd quit your shenanigans, you know, here's how we did it, but you got to clean up your act first. I Could mean, you imagine neat. us doing that to another alien species in the future? No, we would just dissect them and See? kill them. That's a bad thing right yeah. now with us. That's what I'm saying. If they came down, obviously for them to come here, cause we can't get really anywhere past you We'd know, be trying to shoot them down, even if they didn't do anything to us. We'd but, be trying to kill them. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that's a, that's a thing. Are they coming here to be nice or to be assholes? If they're assholes, it's going to be over quick. If they're nice, well, they'll probably realize that we're retarded and have to take time saying, okay, these people just want to kill us for no apparent reason. I shouldn't say retarded, but ignorant. So Yeah, ignorant. Yeah. But there you go. All right. So we'll move on to topic five. Um, there appears to be a pretty large battle looming right now between religion and science overall. So do you think there's a place for religion and science? I think they can coexist, but I think that <coughs> if you try to mix one too much with the other, you can end up with people going nuts. Well, it doesn't have to mix it. You can just, well, there you go, get back to the Scully thing. Yeah, just... She is pure science, but she also knows, I mean, it's just one of those things where I feel in my heart that there's something more. We can't explain it, just like love. Science cannot explain that. They can break down chemicals and stuff, but it still cannot be explained. 
You know, there's certain things out there that they can't put a chemical, you know, component to or explanation and equation. There's things that are beyond us that even science will admit. You know, when you die, there's this little particle that they call it, uh, you know, what is the molecule, that escapes your body. I mean, it's like only this much. They think maybe it's the soul. But there's uh-huh. just, there's different things. But you can have, I think it's easy to have both. And it's easy to be, okay, I'm Mormon, you're Catholic, whatever. It's easy. It's just do your own shit, don't harm anyone, and mind your damn business. But yeah, I mean, science, I believe in science, but I also believe there's something else that's beyond science. I believe that what we think is beyond science is merely beyond what we consider to be science. And, and you may be right. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not arguing that there isn't a soul. I'm saying there very well may be, mm-hmm. but ultimately if there is, there is some reason behind something. We may not ever understand it. And but- it could be a religion meaning. It couldn't even be. Maybe it isn't science. Maybe that's. Maybe they're right. Maybe I'm right. You never know. But I mean, we get closer and closer. We get more educated and more enlightened. But there is a thing where you see people, when you tune into your inner self, you know, you start really noticing your intuitions and things like that. There's things like that they can't explain either, you know, the feeling, the gut feeling in things, you know, and meeting someone, deja vu, just weird stuff out there that... Can't explain yet. Yeah, and that may be, maybe yet, maybe never. Maybe never, that's Maybe right. we're not supposed to. Maybe it's the religious that steps in after that. I mean, I don't know. That's why I have both that balance. Like, yeah, I believe something else, but I also believe that, yes, we were, you know, evolution is a big part. It's not just, well, I made this and this. I think there maybe is some spiritualness to that. I mean, we, you think back, where did it come from? Well, the Big Bang. Well, where did the Big Bang? But before that, you know, it just can go on and on. It's mind-numbing. It's crazy, but it's also interesting. Well, that's why I think they can coexist, but if you try to apply too much of one to the other, you could end up... Oh, absolutely. Oh, they're, they're separate. I'm sorry, that, that's what I meant to say. Oh, yeah. Because I believe that, I mean, I, I feel a lot the same way as you do, I think. They're separate, but there's crossover, but you can't have too much crossover because they are very distinct. One is just based on, well, it's God's will, and that's the way it is. Some people are, everything's God's will. And then, you know, I just can't get behind that because you got to, there is science out there that says, no, that is not God's will. Like everyone now with the, we got fires in Montana, we have flooding here, we have this here. Oh, well, see, it's God come. I don't think so. I don't think no. that is. And I don't I think, think it's us fucking up the earth. And that's what it is in the earth. And, and she's about sick of it. And she's like, all right, here you go. And you I think you can go too me? far the other way too. You can. I mean, you can go too far to the, the kind of soulless, everything is an equation. Yeah, kind of Spock, route. but even Spock changes. Well, yeah. I mean, Spock is an emotional creature. Mm-hmm. He is. But at first, but when you see him, he's kind of like that science logic, this and that. But if you extremed that, you know, without, you know, not Spock, but the rest of his people. Spock's the way he is because he has human in him. But the other ones, you know, yeah, you That's get... That's speciesist. It is speciesist. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. The Vulcans used to be very, very emotional. And they have those emotions beneath the surface. They're always trying to surface. And they have to fight them down. They go through decades of training. But yeah, you're right, though. I mean, either way, either extremist is bad. Extreme yeah. science or extreme religion. It's that healthy balance. That's everything in life. It doesn't matter how great, you know, vegan stuff is for your fruit. You can't eat fruit and just live off fruit. It'll make you sick. You get the diarrhea. There you go. <laughs> Boom. And then well, when you do that, you get the diarrhea of the head and the mouth. Yeah, the only problem I see with, with going too far to the science is you start to lose track of the human element. or the feeling. Yeah, because you start saying, well, these people, for instance, are det- are detrimental to society, so they shouldn't be allowed to reproduce. And you, you see statistics. You and get you eugenics don't, then. Yeah, you, you lose empathy, you lose compassion, you lose all those things that are important. 
And most scientists have a lot of, of both. They have a lot of empathy, a lot of compassion. A lot of them get into science because of the empathy and compassion. They want to improve the world. And that's what I'd hope if the aliens came here and got to that point where they were super smart, but they still held on to that empathy and compassion. They wanted to pass it along. That's where I think we would end up if we actually took that right path. And we could be out in the stars hanging out, you know. What's up, Firefly? <laughs> <laughs> I want to die on a different planet. I like mine. I'd like to visit other ones if it was like hyperspace or like, you know, beam me up. But I wouldn't want to just keep on those ships forever. That would freak me out. I want to get hit by, by a meteorite or something. A really big one. <laughs> An extinction level type thing. Why don't you just ride one? That'd be cooler. Woo, I'm going yeah, out now. Go. That'd be a way. Yeah, right into a planet. <laughs> just like uh, Dr- uh, Dax, Drax, Jesus, off Guardians of the Galaxy when he's in the back. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Look at that little man. Did you see that little man? <laughs> But yeah, I want to meet people like that out in space. What do you think, Dave? About religion and science? Yeah. Well, honestly, I think it would make for a very interesting gladiatorial fight. Yep. I would love to see like this side for science, this side for religion, and then whoever wins, and then we'll do it again next Monday. <laughs> That'd be a cool way to deal with it. Like, oh, so so-and-so thinks they're better than so-and-so, and just duke it out, and all right. I think it'd be next. better if we all just came together and discussed things rationally. But that would be boring, though. I don't think, unless you get to that enlightened stage of humanity, we like fight. We, it's yeah. in us. We like competition. It causes us to strive and survive, too. I mean, someday maybe we'll be better than that. But right now, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'd like to see some SmackDown go on. <laughs> well, I can't get past that. But I'm also compassionate and empathetic. But I still want to see some SmackDown. Well, I do, too. Yeah, I see. hope we never lose that completely. No, I hope that's we fun. always hold on to some of the SmackDown. Yeah, because that's super fun. You have to. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just like you Otherwise, can't, we're you can't not be human. all. You we can't be all happy and peaceful all the time. You saw that. That'd be so boring. It is. It's it's just like you need to have other people in your life that are not like you too. You need to have discourse. Otherwise, it's just what's a demolition man or not demolition? Is it is that the one? Yeah, where it's like it was. Yeah, it was demolition. Oh yeah, man. they yeah. have yeah. the little hand go up and you don't touch anymore and it's just good day. No, no, fuck no. That's no, that, no, that's no, 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 no. <laughs> Virtual sex. Yeah. Oh, camp. hell no. I'm well, still alone in that. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I could deal with that. <laughs> I could not. I could deal with that. I'd be down yeah. in the sewers. At this point. Mike's probably developed that system. Already. At this point, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. You take away free will and that fight in you and stuff, you might as well be dead. No, That's there has fair. to be free will. There has to be free will. Yeah. And imagination and discourse. Otherwise, it's just boring as shit. Right. I don't want anybody taking away my car. Where's that place they landed in Star Trek? That planet where everything was just perfect and everybody's perfect. Oh. Ended up being all fucked up and crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it now. But just like Star Wars, though, you got the Jedis and the Sith. You know, I mean, me and John had an extensive, because I wasn't that schooled in Star Wars, but... The Jedi is just as bad as the other ones because they're extreme this way. They are. Where you don't have attachment. And then yep. the Sith is more on the passion and stuff, and that's more towards me. But I'd have to I be like Sith. the gray. I like the gray because that's where it's healthy. Yeah, but I don't want, I mean, I wouldn't want to be is. Sith necessarily, but I'd have to be, I think, just because of the emotional. Well, yeah, because I'm way too emotional. I can't, <laughs> no attachment with a Jedi. I'm like, that's what you live for is attachment and love and all those cool things, you know? Well, that's a great thing, you know, about the storyline. And I wish that we get into that more is, you, you know, you see in a lot of the books are the Jedi leaving because of that. Well, yeah. And I know? never knew about any of this shit until I talked to John. He's a 
crazy guru on it and he got into well this person follows this and they have this and you know the ones in the middle are the gray jedis but when you know when you're a jedi that's what happened to anakin and i went into it i'm like oh my god this is like psychology and philosophy 101 and they just stole it and made it into a star a star wars show that's all they did you know, they yeah. took they took this kind of philosopher with this kind, put some cool costumes on them, yep. and then they battled it out. I didn't even know gray Jedi's and, or whatever existed. I never knew that. I'm like, well, that's where I fit because there's a balance because these two are sides are both idiots. You they're know? both nuts. Yeah, yeah they are. They're both extremists. You got the alt right and the alt left. That's yeah. exactly what brave. they are. That's right. Brave, that's right. Brave, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's that's true. Brave. Siths are way cooler, though, I admit. We'd be on the same level on that mic. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be able to help it. All right, so moving on. Topic six, what's your favorite way to escape from reality and take a break from rough days? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> Curling up in a ball and sleeping. Netflix. Cr- crying. <laughs> Crying's good, though. I've done that. I've cried for hours, and it felt good afterwards. Alcohol, white chocolate, and horror movies. Oh, I was gonna, you were gonna say horror. Was, so that, like, was that W H O R E movies or actual I'm not picky. horror movies? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, they, you can mix them. You can mix them. Yeah. Well, the, the ones from the '70s, you really can't tell, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Driving in Montana, just taking a drive. Sex, sex always helps. I like out. driving. There's never a bad time for sex. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There probably could be. Oh, there's bad places for sex, probably. Bad time. To- you've got explosive diarrhea. Oh. Oh, oh my god. Why, why would this? you fucking bring that what up? What the fuck is wrong with you? Because Jesus. I'm always concerned about everything. Hey, in escape, Germany you pay extra. See, I don't think I don't, I don't think I like <laughs> the Japan. terminology of escape from reality because everyone's like, "Don't you don't you know, make yourself a life you don't have to escape from." I don't think it's escaping. I think it's just dealing with it, a temporary break. It's like when Vacation. you get a bee who just have the fun, no stress stuff, yeah. I think. Because I don't ever escape. You never escape from reality. You just get to see the other side of reality. Like A okay. respite. Yes, a respite. Like, you know, work is reality too, but vacationing can also be reality. So I think it's like that good balance. If you don't get away, those like people that are chocolate. workaholics, like look at our, look at the stats for our country compared to the rest of the world now. We are slowly stopping in our um, progression towards longer life because we, are. we don't do like they do. People take holidays. They, we go nuts. They, they're done. When they're done working, they're done. They, they don't take they, it home with them. Yeah, and here it's like you're not successful unless you're climbing every ladder and you own this and you own that. That in itself is too much for me. I don't care how much money you have. You have to just calm and you know Separate. have that grounding. Absolutely, yeah. and the, it's the simpler things. I think this is to me, you know, the rough days, just go out and sit on grass with your bare feet. And the sex. Go for a walk. And the sex. Hell yes, that's sex, you know? Or smoke some grass. Coffee. That works too. Cigarettes, you know, those things. Drop acid. In the middle of the mountain. Drop acid. Drop acid. <laughs> if that's for you, no, I'd probably kill somebody. I don't, I, I don't think I'd I already that. see strange enough stuff. I don't want to ever do that. Right? All right, so huge disclaimer. Um, we, no drugs. Uh, yeah, we do not condone drug usage. Unless uh, you have prescriptions that you're there. supposed to take to avoid killing people. Yeah, otherwise, hell no to the drugs. Yeah, I Meth, agree. fuck no. No, no. And uh, also a huge proponent of special education. Um, so we do not, uh, uh, you know, special ed is, is good. Um, so in the future, we'll uh, curb on using uh, any terminology that may cast well, them in a negative light. It's like uh, the timing in my car had to be retarded, which means it had to be 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, I grew up, that was one of the things where we said dude and retarded, and yeah, it is terrible. And but I it's not the same thing as... Yep. No, it's not. And it's no. not a direct reference. No, it's not. Just putting that I mean, you there. have people with, with delayed... Uh, oh, there's all sorts of things, but yeah, it's yeah. just, it's like... Delayed learning or something like that. I mean, we're not making fun of those people because that, that's a nope. genuine problem, and they're yeah. not... Yeah. And it's actually amazing how culturally how, how much things have changed because um, I remember growing up in the Boy Scouts and again they had a game called Smear the Queer I mean that was yeah. the name of the game you know and you think about it as a kid it, it didn't mean anything at that time no you, know, you as, just as said it as a child you but later on you're horrified it. yeah but well, just terminology like, that's, like that that you grew up with it's I just, just well when you say that's so gay yeah. like I mean I've said that forever and you know you don't and you don't really notice it until now and it's like wow that does have a different connotation yeah, and that's not and a nice thing because I have lots of friends that are gay and everything oh, yeah. else and it's just like and I still catch myself even around that I'm like I'm so sorry and they're like that's okay I'm like yeah. I don't mean it like that but it's so habit and it's hard habit to break yeah. and it is one that I am working on for sure I've got a problem with some of the people I work with using stuff like that saying oh that is gay and I keep asking them does that have a sexual orientation and if it does is that necessarily a bad thing to be gay you know and they're like no not really but you know that's not what we're saying and and it is, it is hard because like, you know, and you have to be, when you point out to someone, because I point out to people and they point out to me, but sometimes, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, well, you are just not, because there are too many people that are too sensitive also. Yes. There are certain Over things that I ain't going to fucking stop yep. saying. Like, yep. I'm a swearaholic. I don't give a shit if it offends you. Don't listen to how oh, I yeah. say it then. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. But the gay stuff, I definitely tune back on because I feel bad when I do say that. Yeah. I like to say fiddlesticks. Well, yeah. Okay. Well. That's, that's offensive because that is offensive. Jesus, Mike, fiddlesticks. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, does that have to do with masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> this is my fiddlestick. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I thought it was funny oh, when Rob Jesus. lost his train of thought trying to talk about special education. He was. Uh, well, then Dave <laughs> says Jesus, and I say it. Well, then that can be offensive. Yep, See, it's too much. Too, that's what yeah. I hate. It's too much. Like when I say, you know, if I do say some of that stuff. I don't mean it, but at the same time, it's like sometimes you're afraid to speak anymore because you say, Jesus, that's offensive. That's against yep. the Lord. Well, it's not my Lord, so why? But then yeah. you got to realize, geez, you know, maybe it is. But everything is offensive, though. That's what's hard everything. now. Oh, yeah. And again, it comes back to what you were talking about earlier. It's finding that happy medium. I feel like we've lost our fucking minds lately with everything. Yes, it's too much. In yeah. the Marine Corps group I belong to online, a guy posted that he was going to buy some of these younger Marines a drink because they're at the bar and stuff. He's like, hey, they're devils. Well, we're not devils. We don't like to be called that. And it's like, okay, for one, in the Marine Corps, you don't get to be fucking sensitive about stuff. You are devils. You're devils, you're devil dogs, you know, but they didn't like it. It was offensive. I'm like, okay, now it's too much. It's hit the Marine Corps now. We're done. This that was, is, that we was a microaggression <laughs> or yeah. macroaggression. Oh, that's just insanity. But I mean, some of it is for good reason. Yeah. The special education, absolutely. I was taught that by Mr. Slovak in sixth grade. Do not use that. I also get and disgusted course, by racial slurs. And of slurs. course, when you're in sixth grade, you're like, of course, now I'm going to say it more because he, 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 it's, it's against the rules. Yeah. But then when you get into that habit, it's bad. One. It's a hard one to break for sure. Yep, that's for sure. But All yes. right. So, uh, yep, we are actually at the end of our time um, for this program. That um, was enlightening. It yeah, was very that was, informative. That was, yeah, it definitely was. I'm sure we left you with more questions than we answered. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, what the hell? <laughs> 
All right. So we're wrapping up on our Goblin Entertainment uh, podcast for September 5th, 2017. Thank you for tuning in and for those listeners that have uh, been hanging with us. I know we missed our uh, September podcast. We'll, or not our September, excuse August. me, our August podcast. Um, so we'll make that up for you. Uh, so again, uh, thank you for hanging in there. Yes, thank you. And uh, I'm Rob. Blessings. That was Mike. I'm Scully. I mean, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.